I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Happy Monday, everyone. Summer is right around the corner, and that means it's time to start thinking about our summer reading plans. One Last Stop by Casey McQuinston released June 1st, and that's our next book discussion coming up on June 21st. So snag a copy and get reading. Before we jump into anything else, I have to say this is the first time Jacqueline and I are recording side by side. Together. In the same room. (laughs) I mean, she's sitting a foot away from me. Literally. It's wild. We're sharing a microphone, guys. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So while Jacqueline and I don't typically do seasonal TBRs, with her working full time, she definitely has more time to read during the summer. And as a former teacher, it's in my blood to try reading all the things during these warmer months ahead. In today's episode, we'll share what we're currently reading and then hop into our summer reading plans, but we also want to share some summertime book recommendations with you guys. Whatever your plans are this summer, we thought we could share some recommendations for you to take poolside to the lake or beach or to enjoy while you're sitting outside in the sunshine. Okay, so let's get started with what we're currently reading. Um, I I feel like I'm current. Well, I guess I did finish one book now. So I'm only currently reading two books. I did have like three going on. But um, one of them is Six Weeks to Live by Catherine McKenzie. Um, This one I am almost done with. I'm like 80% through. This is about this lady who gets cancer and only has six weeks to live. um, But she actually thinks that she was poisoned by like her husband who wants a divorce from her. Um, So it's kind of like very you know, flip floppy. Like, I really don't know. I, I don't know who poisoned her. I don't know who to believe. <laughs> or is you know? she poisoned? Do you know for sure she's poisoned? I, I mean, I don't know the results on the test that she had lead poisoning, but like, I mean, maybe she was lying. Maybe she did to herself. I don't know. I don't oh my know. goodness. That sounds crazy. Yeah. So that one, I think I'm, I'm enjoying a little bit more than my other read, which is The Girl Next Door by Jack Ketchum. Um, that one's definitely been a lot harder getting into, I think because it's a little bit older. It's written by a male author, which I find that I think I have a little bit of a problem, like <laughs> reading male authors. I don't know why, but it just reminds me a lot of like Stephen King's writing or even when I read Replay by Ken Grimwood, like that older fashioned male writing is just really, really hard for me. But what are you reading? I don't remember the title of my book. Oh, no. (laughs) Let me go look. Okay. And we're back. (laughs) Um, I'm reading Pretty Lost Dolls, which is the second book in the series that turned out to be a four book series when I thought the first one was a standalone. Um, This is about the two girls that get kidnapped when they're younger. They're taken by this man. And obviously this is the second book, so I don't want to say too much, but it's just wild. It's dark. It's twisted. You really have to take your time with this type of book. Um, It's just crazy. I can't can't say too much because obviously it's the second, but it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. I got the first one now for my birthday. I'm really excited because after hearing, I watched your reading vlog about it and it just sounded super messed up and crazy. Yeah. When I picked up the first book, I thought it was a dark romance, but it is more of a dark crime suspense. Mm -hmm. Um, so now when, when it started, they were young, they were kidnapped and she is a detective now. She started working cases. And when the first book ended, I was just like, I have to find out what happens now and where it picked up and the different POVs that you're getting in the second book. It's just crazy. And you're finding more backstory on the characters and it's just You don't want to give anybody like, I understand why they're this dark and demented person, Mm -hmm. but you kind of do start to understand it a little bit. But Mm -hmm. even though that doesn't make it right, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. It's definitely an experience. It definitely has trigger warnings. 
um, I feel like dark themes, guys. That's how I feel. Have you seen the Joker movie? Like, yes. Yeah, I feel like that's how I felt when watching that one. When they show some of his backstory, where you like kind of understand how an evil person is, you're yes. like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like, you went through that. No wonder you're <laughs> killing people, even though it doesn't make it right. But I know what you're saying right. about this. Yeah, book. it is, and it's yeah. It's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> Before we hop into our TBRs and recommendations, we'd like to suggest subscribing so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. So subscribe, share, and leave reviews to help Talk Bookish to Me grow and reach new listeners. I'm hoping to read a bunch this summer, um, but I picked 10 books that are high priority at the moment. With me being a mood reader, this list can totally change, but I do think that these 10 are manageable. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump into my TBR. Like I said, I have 10 books. So I have Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Q. Satano, and it's a quirky novel that is equal parts murder mystery, rom-com, and a celebration of mothers and daughters, as well as a deep dive into Chinese Indonesian culture by debut author. And I just like the little tagline that it said. It said, one accidental murder, 2,000 wedding guests, three maybe cursed generations, and four meddling Asian aunties to the rescue. Wow, it kind of sounds like a mixture of like the guest list and Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah that's like, that's definitely the vibe that I got from it. Yeah. So, And I know a lot of people have been reading it recently and they just like absolutely loved it. Of course, Pretty Lost Dolls, I'm reading it right now. I just, it's really good. My next one is Two Truths and a Lie by Meg Mitchell Moore. From the author of The Islands comes a warm, witty, and suspenseful novel filled with small town secrets, summer romance, big time lies, and spiked seltzer mm. in the vein of Leanne Mor Moriarty. Yeah, that one, I think I was with you when you picked that up yes. from the book exchange. <laughs> and, yeah, and it does look really good. So when you're done reading it, you'll have to let me know. Yeah, it has a very nice summary cover too. So nice. I'm excited yeah. about that. I also want to read Love Her or Lose Her and Tools of Engagement, both by Tessa Bailey. So books two and three in the Hot and Hammered series. So um, Love Her or Lose Her is Rosie and Dominic Baker are the perfect couple. High school sweethearts, best friends, madly in love. Well, they used to be anyway. Now Rosie's lucky to get a caveman grunt from her ex-soldier every mm. time she walks into the door. Dom is faithful and a great provider, but the man she fell in love with 10 years ago is nowhere to be found. Mm. So I'm... I think it's going to be like them reconnecting, kind mm -hmm. of, but I'm not sure, obviously. And then Tools of Engagement, two enemies team up to flip a house, and the sparks between them might burn the place down or ignite a passion that neither can ignore. Excited nice. about both of those. I didn't realize that series is called Hot and Hammered. <laughs> what a weird title. It is. I actually had to look it up because I was like, I know it has a series name. And then I was like, Hot and Hammered. Okay. So I guess she did the hammers with the tools of engagement. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know if it's just going to be a trilogy or if it's that's the series. You know, right. or if it's going to continue or whatever like that. Also, I want to read The Last Letter by Rebecca Yarrow. Oh, that on my list. I've heard I need to have my tissues ready for yeah, this one. That's what and, I've heard too. Uh, but it's a military romance. It's super sad um, to stock up on tissues. Um, it's about this person. They end up like leaving a letter to their friend that says like, I didn't make it. Obviously, you need to go mm -hmm. back to my hometown and take care of my sister. And yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit chunkier I, than I thought it was going to be. But it is I'm excited. pretty large. I actually just let my sister-in-law borrow it. And Did she's, she yeah, she, well, not yet, but she's married 
married to my brother who is in the military. He's a Marine. And oh my gosh. she's pregnant and he's being deployed. Oh so no, he's she's going gonna... to cry her Yeah, I know. Out. I was like, are you sure you want this book? She's like, ooh, military romance. I was like, um, it's sad. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. But yeah, once she's done borrowing it, then I do want to put that on my list to like read and and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really do want to read. I mean, I am former military myself. Um, I've never had a spouse that's been in the military mm-hmm. or like someone that I would consider like a best friend or anything. I mean, I was only in the military for like three years, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, yeah. oh, that's going to be emotional for her. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to call you crying. Yeah. I don't think I've heard anybody say that like they didn't like Book. No, like, I've only heard great things. About it. Yeah. Even the author, um, I was in the bookstore the other day and I was like, oh, they have like a lot of books. Mm-hmm. So if I like this one, maybe I'll dive into the backlist. My next one is Meet Me in Paradise by Libby Hubshore. <laughs> um, so Marin Cole has never seen the ocean, climbed a mountain, taken a risk on love. But if her sister's plan works, she might just do all three. For the first time in a long time, Marin has to step outside of her comfort zone as she explores the island with Lucas and learn what she's been missing out on. With each breathtaking new experience, Marin gets closer to her real self, the man she's falling for, and the heart-wrenching truth about why she's there in the first place. This definitely does have some like trigger warnings for like, different things um but it's supposed to be kind of like a sad but romantic finding yourself type book so okay. and i love the cover of this one super tropical super fun okay i also want to read miss everything and big summer by jennifer werner um so in miss everything joe and bethy were born into a world full of promise growing up in 1950s detroit they live in a perfect like dick and jane house where their roles in the family are clearly defined joe is the tomboy and then um the sister is you know the princess the more girly of the two but then as they grow up they almost reverse roles and you have um, the background of free love in Vietnam, Woodstock, and women's liberation. And then you just have like these. So their roles totally reverse. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's going to be interesting to find out like where their lives lead them when they're able to be the person that they're really wanting to be. Yeah. And then Big Summer, um, an unforgettable novel about friendship and forgiveness set during a disastrous wedding on picturesque Cape Cod. Oh, okay. That one sounds like definitely a summer novel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cape Cod wedding. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one that I really want to get to, I've been putting it off far too often. This was one of my most anticipated is the final revival of Opal and Nev. It's um, basically this interracial rock duo in the 1970s. Their sensational breakup, the dark secrets that unearthed when they try to reunite decades later for their one last tour. That one you'll have to, I don't, I don't think that I would actually like read it, but I am interested in it just because of the 1970s. Like I feel like if I do read historical fiction, it has to be kind of around that time period because I like that time period, but I still don't think I'm interested enough to like just pick that one up well, and like read I it love for Daisy Jones, so yeah. I think this is going to be kind of like a similar vibe. And mm-hmm. I also have other books um, like Mary Jane and um, the last song book of Benny Lament or something like that that mm. I'm also interested in. So I might do like a reading vlog of like those, so like all kind of musical, yeah. like kind of stories. So. Yeah. Yeah. They are very musical. Okay. So 
for my TBR, it was so hard. Like, it was really hard. (laughs) Yeah, like, just choosing a very small amount of books to talk about because obviously, like, you know, we are going to be reading probably a lot this summer. Um, But I tried to pick ones that I either knew that I wanted to get to for, you know, video purposes or Mm -hmm. ones that I just was like, I just want to read that really badly, like yeah. right now. <laughs> but you also had this like huge birthday book haul where you just yeah. got a ton of new books. Yeah. And as you were trying to decide, you were like, I just want to read all of my new books. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you can't talk throw about- away all the old ones. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't talk about 50 books today. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so we're going to start out with this one. I know Gwen wants me to read so badly. I do. Yeah, so that's why it's first on the list. Um, but this is not actually in the order that I'm going to read them, but it's first on the list because Gwen's like, oh, Tears of Tess, <laughs> Tears of Tess. Okay, so Tears of Tess by Pepper Winters. Um, this says that Tess has everything she ever wanted, one more semester before a career in property development, a loving boyfriend, you know, everything, future's great. For their two-year anniversary, Brax surprises Tess with a romantic trip to Mexico, but she gets kidnapped, drugged, and stolen. Yes. Yeah. And things get really dark and terrifying from there. And it's actually the first book in a trilogy, but I think you can definitely read it as a standalone, but there are certain characters that are introduced that I definitely wanted to know more of. So I'm going to read, I've read the second, I haven't read the third. It actually sounds like a really good, like, even though it's going to be dark, like it's still with the, like the trip to Mexico and, you know, it's talking about delicious cocktails and stuff like that. That's such a small okay. So like chapter one, we have this beautiful trip to Mexico. (laughs) And then it goes downhill from there. (laughs) It reminds me of that movie is it called Snatched or Kidnapped or something? Where I've the girl goes on this trip and she, with her friend, and they're like in a different country and she hides under the bed and she calls her dad because he like tracks people or something. Do you not know the I movie I'm talking I'm, about? No, I don't think I've What is it that. called? But she's on the phone with her dad and she's like, oh my gosh. Like, someone broke in, and he, like, pulls her out of the bed, and she's like... It just kind of reminds me of that movie. I wish I knew Whoa, the title yeah, of that movie. Yeah, I'll have to watch that after this yeah. book. <laughs> Ooh, so crazy. Okay, next up, I have Everything is Fine by Vince Granana. Now, this is a memoir, oh, and the cover is so beautiful. But this is about grief, mental illness, and the bonds of family. A writer delves into the tragedy of his mother's violent death at the hands of his brother, who struggled Ooh. with schizophrenia. Whoa. Yeah. So I wanted to look into more about like mental illness and schizophrenia um, and just things like that, even like multiple personality disorder, all that kind of stuff. Cause I love reading about that and I love reading memoirs about it. So this is definitely one of those. It's like kind of getting me like into that doorway of reading more about mental illnesses, but from like a memoir type of you know, point of view. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that. That's going to be one you're reading and you're going to have to remind yourself that you're reading a true story. Yeah. Because yeah, you're going to be like, no way, no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about so many, because especially like the cult books that I read. I'm like, no, this did what? No. <laughs> and Jacqueline is that person that has to read something that's like realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't like it. She's like, oh, that was totally not realistic. Yep. So Even in TV shows I watch, I'm like, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> so yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. Then next up I have this one is is weird okay like I'm gonna be honest this is weird it's called Butter by Erin Jade Lange 
It's a lonely, obese boy everyone calls Butter is about to make history. He's going to eat himself to death live on the internet, and everyone is invited to watch. I'm sorry, but I had that little gag reflex that you yeah. get, like that, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So uh, this is, I think it's going to delve into kind of like bullying, um, suicide, popularity, you know, like that, all of that type of stuff. And especially since I didn't go to school, I think that it's kind of going to be eye opening for me. Anytime I read or watch anything that deals with like public school, I'm like, they do, like people are mean like that. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. And it's weird because we started watching a show last night Mm -hmm. that that was set in like a public school. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's not like that. And I was like, (laughs) oh, I have no clue. Like, I don't even know any of this. But that is wild. Yeah. I I wonder if you're going to be able to stomach it almost because like. I better. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never look at butter the same way. Yeah. And butter is one of my favorite foods. (laughs) Okay, then we have Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I think so many people are excited for this one, and I did actually, like, pre-order this. It was on, like, a super sale one day, and I was like, I'm getting it right now. So it hasn't come in yet. Well, today's, like, May 29th, but I think it comes out June 1st. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just really love Taylor Jenkins Reid. I don't know if I'm going to love this story or not because it is more historical fiction compared to I love her, like, romance novels. Yes. But I do love her writing, and I think from, like, her beginning novels, she's definitely gotten better at her writing over the years. Yes. So even just for her writing purposes, I want to read it. But I hope she does go back to... Like romance. Me too. I, I really I do. Love, hope her she, romance yeah. are my favorite. Like even her historical kind of romance, mm-hmm. you know, the Seven Husbands, Husbands of Evelyn. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Me too. But then she did like Daisy Jones and the Six. Well, I love that book. Five out of five stars. I'm just missing romance. Yeah. And even this one doesn't seem like it's going to be that romance. Yeah. So I hope if she's listening, yeah, <laughs> that she goes back to romance <laughs> at some point. But I am excited about this one. Yeah, this one's going to be more of like a family dynamic. Um, it talked about like siblings. It says it's a story about one unforgettable night in the life of a family. The night they each have to choose what they will keep from the people who made them and what they will leave behind so it's very the synopsis didn't really give me much um but if you like probably family dynamic stories or sibling yeah. stories then i could see a lot even of even probably like friendship it. and mm-hmm. isn't it set in the 80s 83, 83. i thought it was yeah. yeah so yeah in the 80s Ooh, i don't like the 80s okay. i love the 80s <laughs> but i'm okay. old so that's why okay. <laughs> Then we have Infinite by Brian Freeman. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to read this. So this one is straight up going to be like dark matter. And I've been looking for a book like that for a really long time. This has alternate universes. Um, I don't even remember exactly what the synopsis is about, like why he's in multiple universes. But like as soon as I found that alternate reality, like I love books like that so much. And pretty much every single book I've read that has that in it, I have, like, loved. It's been, like, yeah. you know, some of my favorites. So I'm just reading it for that, you know, hands down. I hope the storyline is good. But Yeah, if you know. want more synopsis, Jacqueline has the notes. Uh, in the notes, she has a link to all the books. So if you want more in-depth, a synopsis of each of these books, definitely check that out. Yeah. Then I have a recommendation from my friend Teresa, and she actually bought me this book for my birthday, and this will be a reading Rex sent by you series book, so I'm doing like a specific vlog just for this book because she asked me to, and I'm really excited for it. She thinks it's definitely going to be one I like because I love age gap romances. Mm -hmm. This is Torn by Carrie and Cole. 
The synopsis is, when I was five years old, I told Torin Grace I was going to marry him when I grew up. When I turned 18, I made it clear I still felt the same. The problem, he's 15 years older than me and he's my father's best friend. Torin Grace, my father's best friend, my pseudo uncle. <laughs> wow. It's crazy though, because like me and my husband are 10 years apart. Yeah. And so, like, 15, I don't... I mean, yeah. that isn't that much more of a stretch. Yeah. And I've always thought it's interesting because, like, if you would have thought about it, like, I'm one mm -hmm. and, and my husband like, was 11, like, right. that sounds so odd. Yeah. Or, like, if I was five, he was 15. That sounds yeah. so odd. But as you get older, it just makes more sense. It, it seems like it gets closer sense. together. Yeah. But it starts with five years old. I'm going to marry you when I grow yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And especially people look at it when, like, she's only going to be 18 in the story. So people definitely look down on that. Like, yes. having someone that's 15 years older than you when you're 18. Yeah. But, yeah, like, like an my, adult. yeah, my mom and dad are, like, 17 years apart. So they are, are also, yeah, very, very big difference. But, you know, my mom was, like... 29 I think when she had yeah. me so it's not as weird having like a 30 year old and then like a 47 year old like people yeah. don't look at that you know yeah and I also think it's where like your father's best friend yeah like yeah hey dad I'm yeah. dating your I'm best dating friend, your best friend. <laughs> I feel like the father might not be happy with this situation <laughs> I, I agree <laughs> I think he might be a little weirded out by it yeah then I have The Arrangement by Kirsten Modglin. Now, I actually saw this book on TikTok, um, and this author is getting a little bit more popular because of her, like, videos going viral on TikTok. And she has a ton, um, but I looked through a bunch of them, and this one is definitely the one that I was most intrigued about. Some of the other ones kind of sounded like thrillers I've already read before, so I didn't want to repeat that. Um, but maybe if I like her writing, I'll go back mm -hmm. and see what else she has but this one sounds really, really good because it's about a marriage that's at its breaking point and the wife makes a decision to repair it no matter the cost. Approaching her husband to propose the arrangement is supposed to be the hard part, but Peter agrees to this plan almost immediately. The rules are simple. They will each date someone new once a week. They will never discuss what happens on the dates. Soon, though, the rules are broken, turning terrible mistakes into unspeakable consequences. No. Gwen's, like, no. shaking her head right no, now. No, this would never happen in my marriage. <laughs> never, ever. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of the marriage, the marriage path. path by yeah. Brianna Cole, um, which I wasn't a fan of the writing, but the story was intriguing. Mm -hmm. It's about a woman giving her husband a marriage pass just for a, a one-off, yeah. not every week yeah. or whatever. Like, what? <laughs> and then it also reminds me of that Taylor Jenkins Reid book, after I do. Yeah. Yeah. How they kind of, they mm -hmm. take a break. Yeah. They're like, we're going to take a break for a year, but yeah. during that year, do what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a movie called like Pass or Whole Pass yeah. or something like that yeah. that I watched, and it was very similar. Where like I they, it, but I've heard it was like it. their anniversary or something, and they got like given like one like, oh here you can go sleep with somebody. Yeah, I would never be able to do that either. Like so, I would literally okay, die. First of all, let's just say that I was gonna do that. I would want to know every detail yeah. of what happened, and then I'm I would never obsessive. be able to forget it. No, I just oh <laughs> crazy. 
Yeah. Okay, so then we had Things No One Tells Fat Girls by Jess Baker. Jess Baker makes the case for embracing a body positive worldview, changing perceptions about weight and making mental wellness a priority. I, I'm i more of like mid-size, but I still wanted to read more fat rep books and try and just understand like obviously my own feelings, but then other people's feelings as well. So this summer I am going to be trying to dive in into more a little bit more of like fat rep, like make a priority of being like, okay, let me read like these ones and like, what are my thoughts about these? Yeah, um, later this summer, we are gonna have a episode dedicated to just fat representation in fiction in general, a little bit of like research and what, you know, they say out there on the internet. And we'll probably have some recommendations for you guys too, but I have started doing the research for that episode and it's interesting because it's like depending on who you ask, mm -hmm. this is considered plus size, this size. Mm -hmm. And then according to these people, this is plus size. So it's like yeah. there's no clear cut answer. It's yeah. so interesting. Especially because so many people, like shorter, taller, like you can wear the same size. So it's like, okay, if you're shorter and wear a size 14, it's different than if you're really tall and you wear a size 14. Right. But then people will be like, oh, oversized 10 is plus size or oversized whatever. Like, and even stores don't know what size is. And then I think there's this whole divide in the plus size community. Oh, you're not really mm -hmm. like plus size or fat or whatever term yeah. you want to use. I mean, I'm comfortable using the term fat because, I mean, I am plus size and I consider myself fat, but I don't think, I don't use fat as like, a derogatory like, like word. oh my gosh you're so oh, fat, fat. Yeah. yeah i don't use it as a but some people don't use that word they're not comfortable Correct. with that yeah but some people are like oh they say they're plus size but they're only a 14 yeah. or oh they're only an 18 whereas they're like a 24 you know yeah. whatever so there, it's this whole conversation that yeah which uh, i think she is gonna die like there are in the synopsis she has like these like six or seven like kind of topics she's gonna dive into in the book um, so I think that is something that she's going to talk about, which I'm I excited am excited for you to read it. Yeah. yeah. Then we have Saving Noah by Lucinda Barrett. This actually was not on my list. Like I did not know that this book existed <laughs> and um one of my great friends sent me this book like she was like hey it's your birthday can I get you something not on your wish list and I was like yeah sure whatever and she sent me this book and I was like whoa personalized <laughs> recommendation this is like perfect so this is about this like honor roll student who admits that he like sexually assaulted like little girls what? like he's a pedophile and like his mom is like sticking up for him how like old is doesn't this kid um i think he's like about to go to college or something like that but he's like oh yeah i've been doing this yes he's like like he's like a really great swimmer or about to like go and do all these like you know crazy you know like oh my gosh how could he it kind of reminds me a little bit of the night swim where they like you know they're like oh my gosh how could you ruin his college career like it doesn't matter that he raped somebody like, like yeah, he's a great he student somebody. yeah so i am so excited to like see what this book is about because i mean it is a thriller i think so I, I don't know if it's going to be more like the night swim where you're kind of like seeing what's happening or what's going on, but I'm very excited for that because I've never read a book that's like about a pedophile before. It said yeah. it was very similar to um, like Let's Not Talk About Kevin or some, something okay. like that, which I do want to read that book. I've had it on my list for a while. It's a little bit older um, where, again, like 
it's like, what do you do when your kid is kind of like a psychopath, you know, like yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, I do think that it kind of sounds like another like Me Too movement, but like in the form of a thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the more we read about these things, the more aware we become of that whole situation, the yeah. whole rape culture. I agree. And, you know, I think it informs us. So that yeah. one also says, all these books sound so good. I know good. they do. Uh, there's still one more, great, one more great one. Okay, so this one is Dear Child by Rami Hausman. And it is... Compared to, like, Room, uh, I think by, like, Emma Donahue or something like that. Um, And this says, in a windowless shack in the woods, Lena's life and that of her two children follows the rules set by their captor, the father. Meals, bathroom visits, study time are strictly scheduled and meticulously observed. He protects his family from the dangers lurking in the outside world and makes sure that his children will always have a mother to look after them. So it actually kind of sounds like the movie The Village and like Room all put together in one. So as long as this one's told from an adult's perspective, is it? Or is it told from the child's Uh, perspective, I wonder? I feel like it's It says Dear Child, so I think it was from an adult perspective. Yeah, I think it might be from like the mother maybe. Because I really did like the Room, like the Mm -hmm. synopsis and the situation, but since it was told from the child's perspective, it wasn't Not the whole thing, Right, not the whole thing, but like part of it was. Mm -hmm. And just the voice of the five-year-old, like the not the spoken voice obviously mm-hmm. but it was the too immature voice. for me yeah. and I was like no it's yeah. no five year olds aren't like that even though <laughs> that they're trapped yeah. in a room or whatever but so this one sounds really good yeah I'm very excited for Jacqueline's this one Jacqueline's doubling my TBR yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright so we thought we would share some like recommendations for you to pick up during the summer of course feel free to pick up anything that we've talked about that's on our TBR I mean Jacqueline just convinced me to read all of the books she <laughs> talked about um, so I'm going to be sharing five thrillers and five romance romance books to get you through the summer months. Most, if not all of these are pretty popular titles, but if you haven't picked them up yet, this is your motivation to do so. Because what I have a problem is, is I have all these books on my TBR that I'm super excited about. Mm -hmm. And even if they're super popular, you always have to prioritize your TBR. Mm -hmm. So you don't get around to the books. And then, so this is your motivation. So the guest list by Lucy Folly is a wedding that's taking place on an island. And I think you follow like six different perspectives and you're getting everybody's perspective. There's been an accident. You don't know what the accident is until well into the book. And you're just trying to figure out what happened. It's a little bit the night before the wedding and then the day of the wedding and the wedding party. Um, Very interesting, super fast paced. It's a classic whodunit. Next up, The Night Swim by Megan Golden, which we talked about earlier, which is the Me Too kind of, you know, rape culture. So you have a podcaster that is following a active rape trial Mm -hmm. and also there's this other side mystery as well she starts receiving these anonymous notes i really liked that one i would listen to it on audiobook because it does have podcast elements into it i love that i I want more podcast thrillers with podcast elements rather than just not um the last time i lied by riley sager obviously it had to be on this list it's my favorite riley sager to date it takes place at a summer camp um so this woman goes back to a summer camp that she went to as a child she went there for one summer and then that summer did not go as planned all of her friends her cabin mates went missing and no one knows like what happened to them did they die did they run away what happened and now she's going back and she's going to try to unravel like what happened and what happened to those girls 
The Last Mrs. Parrish by Liv Constantine, another favorite. And I think that the paperback copy of this has a really summery mm-hmm. cover. It does. Stillhouse Lake by Rachel Kane, another really good one that Jacqueline recommended me several times. I finally read it and I loved it. It takes place like they live on a lake. Um, so she's her husband is a serial killer, apparently, <laughs> and now he's behind bars. But the media is kind of after her because mm-hmm. they think that she knew. She's an accomplice. Yeah, yeah, they thought that she was in on it this whole time. Mm-hmm. And so she's on the run from kind of the media, her husband, because he's a serial killer, even though he's mm-hmm. behind bars, and her kids. And she, you know, has to, like, anonymously live in at the lake so i just think it's like fast paced mm-hmm. and you can get through it very quickly if you're going to the lake take it it'll be like the perfect <laughs> read um but what i often read in the summer months is a lot of romance because they're quick they're easy you know they're, you're not thinking too deeply about the storylines um so beach read or people we meet on vacation by emily henry highly recommend both but i do think people i mean There's no question. People We Meet on Vacation is definitely more summery than Beach Read. Even though with a title, Beach Read, there's like this one minute scene that's on the beach. And it's not not as summery at all as People We Meet on Vacation. People We Meet on Vacation just released. It's so good. It's a friends to lovers um, romance story over the course of more than 10 years and it's all set during the summer but you get chapters that are this summer and then like 10 summers ago this summer nine summers ago and it's these two friends that basically met in college and they were from the same hometown but they were like out of state or whatever Mm -hmm. and um they always agree to go on these like summer vacations together like no matter what the circumstances are they've done it over 10 years and then there's something alluded to like something happened on this one trip and you're kind of reading through like well what happened and so it's just really good it's super fast paced um the unhoneymooners by christina lauren another where they go to malibu on this like honeymoon um but they're not really married or even engaged they actually hate each other so um float plan by trish dollar loved this one it's set on a sailboat and she's going to different ports of call um definitely like that if you like cruises or like seeing different like in the caribbean type places shipped by angie hoffman where they go to the galapagos and on the island by tracy garvis graves was also a really good one one. it's short And it's, uh, it's also an it's age actually, gap. Yeah. It's also like, there's a second book and a little like, yes, um, like I have read the little like novella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, it wasn't as good as on the Island, but I would still read it. I mean, it's, they're both short. So yeah. I didn't know if this are like a second official book. Yeah. I that, think there's a second book and a novella. Oh, uh, okay. I think I only read the novella maybe cause it was really short. But maybe I need to look up more because I just yeah, love. Maybe it. I'm wrong. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure there was like two others, and I was because I don't read series. I was like, right. I'm good with just that one. Like I really loved the first story. Yeah, and I was like the I'm first just good. story is good, and then you know, since you've read it, you know what yeah. the events are at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like oh, I'm not as interested in that part of the yeah, story. Yeah, But um, I really like it because the woman's older and the guy is younger. I mean, yeah. nothing happens until. People are of age, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of people still kind of get weirded out by the age yeah, gap. But I do. loved it. And they're like, it's almost like... It's uh, not that, even a large age gap. No, it's, it's literally not. just because 
he was underage at first when she was his tutor. Like, yeah, but I like it because it's like part survival, mm-hmm. part romance. I love the survival aspect. Me of it. too. So good. All right, so Gwen actually did a really good job, like, recommending thrillers and romances that even, like, I was going to recommend too. So, like, that's, like, definitely a very, very good list. I'm just going to add a couple more. And I actually don't even have really any thrillers in this list. It's just, like, a couple more that I've either recently read or I think they are, like, kind of summary or I read them in the summer. Um, so we're going to start out with, actually, the most recent book that I've read that I it was I was very surprised that I really, really like this one. This is called Cheat Day by Liv Stratman. And it's not exactly like gonna be like, you know, a summary. Oh, you know, you're just, you have nothing in mind. And you just like are reading a romance book. This is a romance book, but it's almost more like After I Do by Taylor Jenkins Reid, where it's about a married couple that has struggles. And actually the main character, Kit, um, she she reminds me of myself because she goes on all these like crazy like diets and eating things. It's and not a gets, diet. Yeah, it's yeah, not. it's not. No, she even says it so many times. She's like, it's not a diet. Like it's like a lifestyle change. And I know I've been there, done that. Where like, and people in the book will be like, just eat the cupcake. Like just, and she's like, no, 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 no. I have three days left. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. Like people, it is kind of funny like seeing in the book the outsiders like people care so much about what i eat or don't eat and i'm like listen this is me like you eat the cupcake if you want to eat the cupcake like why do you care so much if i'm eating the cupcake yeah (laughs) so i could relate to this book so much i mean except for the affair part like (laughs) so then um and this is in the synopsis but kit is kind of in this like loop of her life where she's Mm -hmm. like just unsatisfied not happy and she meets this guy that she I mean, quickly has an affair with. And then she's like, she's like, she's like, oh, maybe I don't like my husband anymore. Oh my goodness. I just. It was very like, I mean, it made me like nervous for her, anxious for her. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, is the husband going to find out? Are you going to tell him? Like, what's going to go on? What are you doing with this other guy? And then like, she even talks about like how, um, you know how like when you're with someone for a really long time or you're married to someone with a long time, like, you know, Alvin knows like what I like. Like, I don't have to be like, hey, can you get me sushi? Like, he will bring me, like, he knows that's my favorite thing. Whereas when you're dating someone new, then you're like, oh, wow, they don't even really know that about me and yeah. so like she's I've, I just really like how she's going back and forth between like okay this new relationship that's like you know fun and exciting and it's, new in your life yeah but, well it seems like she is trying to transform herself in a way mm-hmm. with all these diets like she wants yeah. to be a new person yeah so maybe she's thinking like if I have this new person mm-hmm. I, it will also be like a transformation type thing I yeah. don't know so I have the I, book too so yeah you have the book and, and Gwen was like I don't know like and then she saw that I rated it four and a half stars yeah. and she was like oh okay maybe I need to pick this one up and this one just came out actually on May 25th so it is mm-hmm very new and I like I honestly didn't know what I was going to think about it like I thought it was going to be just kind of like a contemporary romance that sounds like it has a dark synopsis but then it's just very light on the top but no it is it's so good and I just think it is a good summer read because I don't know. I I just, I guess for me, like, I don't really picture summer and be like, ooh, I can only read light and flowery books because yeah. I don't read those anyway. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm just always, like, getting to the nitty gritty, so. 
Yeah. I highly recommend you pick this one up this summer since it, it has just come out. And the cover is very summery. It's like cake, a birthday cake. It's like bright and colorful. Her Instagram like... picture for this photo, you guys. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, I need to recreate that. It's so cute. <gasps> that would be so cute. Oh, my gosh. If everyone just ate donuts in their picture in this book. Yeah. Okay. Then I have The Grace Year by Kim Leggett. Leggett? Yeah. Leggett, I think is how it's said. Um, this one is more like dystopian, but it's also like coming of age. It's about these younger girls that are kind of going through like almost like a, like, you know, their first menstrual cycle, yeah. like that type of thing. Um, but they get, during this time, they get like kind of shipped out of their little village yeah. and they have to go and kind of like survive. Not, it's For not year. like the Hunger Games, but like very similar. It's kind of like the like giver feeling. in a way. Yeah, And like the that Hunger too. Games mm-hmm. kind of mix, I yeah. feel like. I yeah, like so the, it's like all these girls, they have to go out and yeah, they have to survive for a year. Like no adults. They're they're 16, I think. I think they are. Is yeah. when they and it's like 16, in the summer, right? And before they go, they get matched up with someone. Yeah, with a and husband. There's this, and there's this big thing that not everybody, like for years and years, this community's been doing this. Mm-hmm. And they say not everybody comes back. So mm-hmm. you're matched up with who you're going to marry when you come back. But then yeah. you don't even know if they're coming back. Yeah. So you they take die. them out there and they just <laughs> abandon them. Yep. To survive. In this wilderness place. Yeah. <laughs> it is really, really crazy. And I think that that does happen in the summer because they come back mm-hmm. then right before the fall is starting. So mm-hmm. perfect summer read if you want a dystopian novel. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau. This is also a newer release. It came out, I think, May 11th. Oh my gosh, the cover, you guys, is so beautiful. So 70s summer vibes. Yeah. And this one, um, so, okay, so at first I thought this was young adult because on Goodreads it is shelved as young adult and the copy of the book has very big font and like wide spacing like a young adult book would have. But then reaching out to the author, she actually said like, yeah, it kind of is more adult because when I was reading it, I was kind of surprised that like the because the antagonist is 14 and it's about her life but that doesn't necessarily mean that a 14 year old should read it because it right. does have a lot of like sexual topics in it yeah. I was like I don't like think I like would you... want my 14 year old to read this <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember you saying that like how it just it's during that free love era so yes some free yeah. love stuff is happening and you're like stuff. I don't want my 14 year old to read about that yeah so <laughs> it is about this 14 year old who has a very sheltered life which I felt like I could relate to um, and she spends the summer being a nanny for this more, yeah, like free flowing hippie-ish type of family that, and they're like hiding this rock star who has this, um, drug like addiction. And it's just the, the characters are just really cool. I really like the characters in this book. So it's definitely more of a character driven novel than like, there's not really a plot. Um, but I really liked seeing Mary Jane coming out of her like kind of sheltered mm-hmm. hole and then seeing like, you know, is she going to have any repercussions for yeah. this? Um, it's not like my favorite book of all time. It was more of like a three and a half to me, but it's definitely a good like summer read to pick up. And if you love that 70s vibes, tons of 70s vibes yeah, in there. Yeah, like, I'm ready And for if you the like the music, vibes. yeah. Then we have another kind of more like um, – I don't know, more retro-ish type of cult mm-hmm. book. This is Cruel Beautiful World by Caroline Levitt. It is also a age gap romance. Uh, there's a lot of different things happening in this one, though. And it is more, I would say, character-driven as well. Because mm-hmm. it follows um, kind of two or three different 
characters' stories in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the story is about this young girl who runs away with her teacher, mm-hmm. and he's not who she thought that she was. Mm-hmm. Who she thought that he was. Um, but then it also talks about like her sister and then their like adopted mother and her backstory, which I actually really, I did not realize I was going to love her story a lot. Um, but it has a little bit of cult vibes. It's definitely more of a retro cover and mm-hmm. feeling of it. Um, but definitely a good one to pick up in the summer. Cause that's when she runs away. <laughs> yeah, I, de- I think I want to reread this one too, mm-hmm. because it's been so, cause I actually read it as an arc. Yeah. And it's it's a few years old. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And yeah, it's just it so, so good. I usually don't like character driven stuff. Neither. But this It one, has to be I done well. Loved. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. Then um, I'll just mention two of my favorite romances that I think you guys should pick up this summer if you haven't. It's All the Ugly and Wonderful Things by Bryn Greedwood. And this one is Age Gap. Very problematic because she is underage. Um, So make sure you just do your research because not everybody is okay with this one. (laughs) But I think if you're okay to read it, like if the triggers don't bother you... Whether you agree or disagree with what happens in the book, Mm -hmm. it opens up those moral dilemmas. Like, how do I feel about this situation? And that's what I loved about that book. Yeah. Good discussion book. If you read the author's note, she wrote it kind of from her own experience. So that kind of makes it a little bit more eye-opening where it's not just someone writing a book and saying, oh, I want this to happen. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of from her own perspective. And then we have Eleanor and Gray by Brittany C. Cherry. This one is a very good emotional romance. I think that just, you know, picking it up in the summer is just if you want a, an emotional romance. Um, but it's about like childhood um, friends that were kind of like dating. And then um, something really bad happens to Eleanor's mom and so then her and gray kind of like pull apart but then they get reconnected later in life but i mean you've already established a life with somebody else so it's 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 actually really good um i'm actually surprised because i'm very particular with romances and this is definitely this like is a on friends my, to this is on my I summer love. tvr too <laughs> oh good yeah yeah it's very good i don't think i've met anybody that didn't like it and i i cried through it like i have a reading Aww. blog and i was like in tears Oh my god! Yeah, so that one's very, very good. But that's it. That's all I have. Okay, so <laughs> looking ahead, I mean, obviously, Jacqueline's off for the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm right yeah, here. Finally done. <laughs> yesterday was my last day. <laughs> yeah, and I drove up here yesterday, which the drive up was, let's not even talk about it. It was insane. <laughs> but I'm here, and tonight, we're having some more friends over to her house. We're going to do, we're gonna like, do an escape uh, room. Uh, we're doing an escape room that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. So this is going to be my third escape room. This is going to be Jacqueline's first. first. Yep. Um, I think I'm the only one that's done out of the group that's so. coming. I'm the yeah. only one that's done one before. So I feel pressured. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so we're doing an escape room and then we're going to come back and do a wine tasting mm-hmm. and Jacqueline's going to pull out those culinary skills and put together a, a great cheese board. board. It's going to be such a fun And tons of night. games. Oh, tons she, of games. Mentioning games. Yeah. So... <laughs> This is the first time I'm seeing her house, so she has my my room set up for me. And you have so many games in there. Yeah. So she has 
all these games pulled aside that we're gonna like play tonight. And then I go in the room, there's like a whole shelf dedicated to all these <laughs> games. I'm like, oh my gosh. So yeah, so we're gonna play game. Oh, I'm just yeah. so excited about yeah. this weekend. Um and Gwen brought me my bookshelf for my birthday. Oh yeah. That oh my gosh, you guys. I didn't realize how <laughs> hard it was gonna be to figure out like how I want them. I definitely and we, want them by color. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> want them by color. But now the problem is is I have my TBR books and my red books like all mixed up. So now I'm like, okay, I have to do it by color but separately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's realizing that it's best to really separate your TBR books mm -hmm. because that way you're not looking at everything all at once and yeah. like, well, what if I read and what have I have it every time you want to go to pick up a book yeah so we think we're probably problem, gonna have to separate it yeah the problem is is because I don't have that many books yet because I've only started like actually keeping them it's not years worth of books that I have mm -hmm. so I don't have enough to kind of fill both of the shelves like I have too many for one shelf right but not enough for both <laughs> shelves to be full and so I, like I'm, I, I need to, and I have because I'm a thriller reader. I have way too many blue and black books compared yeah. to other colors. Yeah, um, but it's fine. I'll make it work. Yeah, in colors. I'm never, I'm never changing. Let's just write this down in history, okay? I'm never changing from the color scheme because I just all right, love it all right. so much. You heard it there first. Never <laughs> ever. changing from the color scheme. It's she just loves the way it. I have so to go. So let yep. us know how you organize your bookshelves. If you have a bookshelf, let us know on our Instagram because I would love to know because everybody yep. has their little system that works mm -hmm. for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So looking ahead further from this weekend, um, I'm just happy it's the summer. I love the sunshine. I've been sitting outside to read and really enjoying that. I'm doing a beach trip this summer that I'm really excited about. I'm going to be talking about that in a future episode. So yeah, I'm just really looking to the summer. I'm glad yeah. that you're off. Mm -hmm. We can like hang out more and yeah, yeah. I'm just excited. It's going to be great. The summer is going to be great. <laughs> it is. It is. So a couple of reminders before we sign off for today. First, our next episode on June 21st will be our book discussion of One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. This is your last opportunity um, for us to remind you to pick it up. So read it, send us any questions you want us to answer in our email or Instagram. Secondly, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform, we'd love for you to stick around, subscribe, share, and review us. It helps us reach new book lovers. And as we build our listenership, it helps us make higher quality, exciting content to share with you. Lastly, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Talk Bookish Podcast to get up to date information episode drops and behind the scenes shenanigans from us. So again, we'll be back in two weeks with our book discussion. And until next time, happy, happy reading. reading! <laughs>